Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the NNK pod. What's going on, guys? We have some really awesome people on today, and we're really excited about it. Uh, Kevin and I are really big into uh, veteran support, anything we can do to help out veterans. Um, Majority of our friend group are full of veterans, and Kevin is a veteran himself. And today we have Ashlyn from SBA, the Student Veterans Association. And who else do we have from Valor? We also have uh, Robert from Valor. It's another student organization (laughs) that Texas A&M University has. Uh, One thing I wanted to point out that I didn't know about for a long time is that SVA in general, Student Veterans of America, um, it's a national thing. It isn't just a Texas A&M chapter. Mm -hmm. It's not just a Citadel chapter. I mean, they they have little chapters everywhere across the universe. I'm sorry, across the nation at all these different universities, which I think is freaking astounding in my opinion that they have, there's this huge organization in Washington that houses in Washington, DC, and we get to be a part of a local chapter here. So I think that's really cool. We're going to be talking about today a lot about what they do. We're going to be talking about uh, what they do as far as, uh, getting to getting to veterans and what veterans are really looking for. Yeah, that's looking, great. When they're searching for uh, when they're searching for jobs, when they're searching for uh, getting admitted in a Texas A&M university, what other chapters affiliate with them, things like that. I think it's going to be a very interesting topic to talk about. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be great. Uh, well, guys, uh, welcome to the NK pod. Um, it's really awesome to have y'all on here. Uh, how's y'all's morning going this morning? For y'all though, for those of you that don't know, we're recording this on Saturday morning, and uh, we're really, really, really happy about this. It's going good. Just happy to be here. Got my coffee ready to go. <laughs> oh, we got it too. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. But we'll start out. We'll start out with uh, We'll start out with the SVA. Um, just, uh, just a few quick, just go ahead and introduce yourself. Who, who are you? Um, what do you do in SVA? Um, as far as the role in the organization, how, uh, what do you do, Ashlyn? Okay, so I'll start out. I'm Ashlyn. Um, so I am the president of SVA at Texas A&M. And um, I guess, do you want me to like introduce myself, my major and all that stuff or just... You just can, uh, go right into SBA stuff. You can go into SBA. Yeah, you can go ahead and talk about your major. This is all just conversation. Just who is Ashlyn in general? What do you do for fun? You can talk about hobbies if you want. Um, <laughs> talk about ma- talk about your major. Talk about if you're passionate about it. If you're not, you don't have to go into your major. You can talk about your <laughs> branch of service that you're in, okay. things like that, and what you do there. Okay. Um, so my major is international studies with a focus in communication and media. And I actually am still serving in the Texas Air National Guard. Um, I'm a photojournalist now. Uh, so I really like that a lot. And um, we are activated for coronavirus and just different things happening this past year during school, which is slightly stressful whenever you have school on the line and you're trying to keep that GPA up. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so basically, uh, my role in the organization is just to kind of make sure it runs well, and all the other people that um, are officers as well 
make sure we're like getting things done and having a good organization um, for veterans to be a part of. Nice. Uh, you say you're part of the Air National Guard. I, I did have a particular question. How do you mm-hmm. manage uh, the schoolwork that everyone's having to deal with, with everything going online, everything going to Zoom, and then a whopping Hurricane XYZ is coming towards Louisiana or Florida, and you get activated. Yeah. How, no, it was, how do you been... do that? Because I think a lot of people feel super overwhelmed right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, for me, um, I, like, know it probably is going to happen at some point or another, so I just mentally prepare myself for that. Um, but, yeah, the start of this semester, they're like, be prepared. We're going to send you all down for Hurricane Laura. Um, and they ended up sending a lot of people from my unit. And then there's more hurricanes rolling in, so you just have to mentally prepare yourself and let your professors know. And they sometimes are very understanding, sometimes not, depending on um, how nice they are. Professors, I guess. But But yeah, it's definitely an added stress because you're having to think of all the things you have to get done for the Air National Guard while you're doing school. And so it can be a little bit of chaotic. Yeah, yeah. real quick question. Um, One more for you, Ashlyn. Mm -hmm. Uh, How long have you been in the Air National Guard? How much longer do you have left on your contract? Yeah, so I've been in for four and a half years, and I have one and a half years left on my contract right now. Okay, so and just out of curiosity with that, because um, some people would like to know as well, like for the Air National Guard, uh, I know I'm from a Houston area, so mm-hmm. if I, from what I know, I think Ellington is mainly like where they go mm-hmm. to report and everything. So you in this area, what uh, base do you report to? Do you have to go down? Yeah. To so I'm not. I'm not in the. There's two Air National. That. I, I was like, don't answer where you report to. Uh, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my bad. Yeah. 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 Sorry about uh, that. Second all, no, you're yeah, fine. We'll I, that part. <laughs> I, got I wasn't it, yeah. going to say all that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we have two different like bases in Texas and mm-hmm. obviously the one from where you're from and one um, up in North Texas. So that's okay. where I report up there. Cool. Awesome. So uh, Robert, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and what the organization you represent is about with Valor. All right. So my name is Robert. Um, I'm one of the peer advisors from Valor. And Valor, it's not really like a student organization. It's more of like a program from the Veteran Resource and Support Center we have okay. here at A&M. And so nice. we do a lot of outreach, mainly towards first-year students, first-year student veterans or spouses, dependents, to try to get them connected to Texas A&M and nice. you know, show them the resources that they need if they need any resources. And I mean, just really here on campus, like, you know, we have a lot of resources for veterans and also just for students in general. And a lot of times there's so many of them or, you know, you're facing some problems or you need help in something and, you know, you don't even know there's a resource for that. So that's just kind of what we're here for to point people in the direction um, so they can get the help that they need or just get connected to um, like a community on campus in general, you know, whether it's a veteran community or just a regular student organization. That's really great. Um, <clears throat> I was actually surprised how many different organizations, well, not organizations, but how much support veterans have here at a and um, Obviously, I, I don't go to the university and when Kevin Uh, told me he was coming over here, you know, him coming out of the Marine Corps and, you know, told me what he was going to be doing here and was telling me about y'all and everything going on. I was just like, 
kind I of surprised. I was caught off guard myself. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's so awesome that there's the support, you know, especially for everything, you know, some of the veterans have to go through while they're in to be, to be able to come out and have that sense of community and support, especially at the university they're going to. That's a really awesome thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to point out too, if, a, if there's a student veteran who's caught off guard, that there is a veterans resource center with these programs, with these things that we're going to get into exactly what they do mm-hmm. uh, for the outreach purpose. But if there's a student veteran coming to, to A&M who knows uh, who was born and bred around this university you know my family members mm-hmm. if i was caught off guard on it who's this joe schmo who's just who just gets accepted who comes to texas a&m mm-hmm. or any other university anywhere they're not going to know a single thing for sure i yeah, mean so not. all right uh robert what is your major where where did you serve in? What is your job description, activations, deployments? I want to know a little bit more about you first before we dive into this. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I was in the Marine Corps for four years. Um, I was aviation supply specialist. Simper yet, man. All right. <laughs> and that's for what I do. So as supply, we lift heavy things. You know, we just pick up boxes and put them down somewhere else. Mm. Sometimes like far away, sometimes it's not. So it just kind of depends on where they want the stuff to, you know, sit down at. Um, I'm a business major right now, and I'm a sophomore. So I think at the end of this year, I'll declare my actual major, and then I'll change it like 10 more times. But right now, <laughs> nice. accounting. So Well, there you go, fine. man. Yep. I might All end right. up as something else in the future. <laughs> but, yeah. Is there anything that you want to ask prior to like going into specifically SVA and Valor things that they prepare for? Well, I guess just as a fellow, I'm a business major myself. uh, So just out of curiosity, there's so many different fields in the the realm of business and all that. Do you have like any kind of niche you're wanting to go into in business? Anything specific? Well, I'm thinking about accounting right now, just because I kind of did a little bit of it in the Mm -hmm. Marine Corps. And then after I started school, I'm like, okay, this is probably not accounting in the real world so yeah. i'm looking into yeah. like information systems too because that's pretty cool yeah that's a really good field yeah really that's a really good field it has so many different avenues so that'd be pretty neat well awesome guys i'm very glad uh, i'm very glad to have you on here nick is very glad to have you on here this is, this is gonna be really good there's gonna be a lot of important information we're about to be pushing out so starting with what brought you what what brought you to texas a&m and what do you love about it? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot to love about it. We talk about all these veterans resources. We talk about how awesome it is. What are they? Yeah, and I guess start, I can Ashley. go first. This is collaborative. Uh, so <laughs> this could be, y'all can interrupt each other all y'all want. I'm going to interrupt you all over, Robert. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Come on, <laughs> Bring it on, Ashlyn. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So um, I initially came to AM and I wasn't a veteran. I came straight out of high school and I knew nothing about AM. Um, I just heard rumblings at my school, and I'm a first-generation college student and military, so I was like, I know nothing. Yeah. Um, so I came to Texas A&M, and I did like spend the night with the Corps, ended up joining the Corps my freshman year. Um, I wanted to become an Air Force officer, and I was like, you know what, what if I don't even like the Air Force? Like, I kind of need to know that. So, um, and I was also struggling like financially to pay for uh, things, so... I just decided to um, enlist, and then I came back three years later, 
um, finished out in the Corps of Cadets in Delta Company. And then um, I've been working at the Veteran Resources Support Center, but um, since then. But I guess my favorite thing about AM is just like the amount of people that just like very, they just care for you so much, even if they don't know you, they're just always like, oh, howdy, you know, when you're on campus. Um, and then the traditions as well. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of a university honoring students that have passed away. You know, we have silver taps and different stuff like that. It's just very humbling experiences that I don't think any other university has to offer. Yeah, that, that like, for example, we said with the silver taps and everything, that that goes a far away with the families and their their friends and, and everything. Unfortunately, I, I did have a mm -hmm. really good friend of mine that is, uh, he went here for all four years and unfortunately passed away um, to cancer uh, last September. And they had a deal up here um, at A&M Forum and me being back in Houston. And, and I saw that and it really meant a lot to me. So th those services go yeah. far away. No, I totally agree. I think it, it definitely shows the families that we care about them and that their, their Aggie is like never going to be forgotten, you know? Yeah, definitely not. It is a very awesome tradition that they had there for that reason. Uh, Robert, come on, man. What brought you to Texas A&M? What, what do you love about it? And I'm sorry if Ashlyn took your reason. She's no. something else. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I want that just alongside with Silver Taps, um, Muster as well. You know, we do that once a year and, you know, whether you're Aggie like currently or, you know, if you graduated like years ago, you're always going to be an Aggie. And then you kind of see a lot with the families coming back, you know, like Aggies through the generations, you know, their grandparents, great, great parents are Aggies or something like that. Yeah. I think that's definitely like a really cool thing to see. Just like a whole family of people coming in and say, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, this yeah. and that whenever they were here so many years ago. But um, for me, um, in the beginning, when I was looking at colleges, you know, right out of high school, I'm like, um, yeah. I really didn't feel like doing it. But then my mom's like, oh, go to college. I'm like, okay. And then I end up in the Marine Corps. Wow. <laughs> hey, me too, man. <laughs> Blaine Col I, I got sick of Blaine College before. <laughs> and... <laughs> Jordan said, yeah. I'm going to go the complete opposite and go to the infantry. And <laughs> here I am at A&M. It's like, oh, thank God I did that because this is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was a funny year. I remember you came, you came up to play. I, I, <laughs> I started in the fall, and it was October. I called you and said, I'm leaving. This isn't yeah. for me. And then it wasn't, <laughs> oh, but three months in the Marine Corps, or actually in the ITB, and I called him back and said, um, this isn't for me. I'm going back to college once the sport years is up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Relatable. Uh, let's, let's talk about an, a big elephant in the room. College football tailgating, what normally happens? What kind of presence does SVA normally have? I know yeah. um, there's a bunch of different student organization tents out there. Mm -hmm. Tailgating this year. but Yeah, so... Normally, tailgating football is super big in Texas, especially Texas A&M football. Um, Spence Park, it's usually packed to the brim with people out there tailgating. Um, they have like TVs out there, crazy stuff. But yeah, SBA, we usually partner actually with, um, I can't remember their official name, but it's like the Marine Corps Association that the MESEP guys put on. 
We usually partner with them. Society, I think, is what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're very active, and so we usually partner with them and do a big tailgate uh, several times throughout the semester. And we usually have a pretty good turnout. And we'll, I think last semester we did breakfast tacos and mimosas, and that was that was good. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. That's how you bring them in. You That's get the really food. Awesome. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, I was shocked the first time I came to a Texas A&M football game uh, and that was already four years ago. <clears throat> I know, which sounds like, wow, you know, just four years ago Old. was your first time. Yeah, exactly. And I was like overwhelmed. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like all the tailgating and stuff going on. There are funnels in the parking lot outside Kyle Field. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> heck yeah, man, this place is awesome. <laughs> So yeah. Unfortunately, sure. it won't be like that this fall. No, maybe next year. I don't think they're maybe. having any tailgates at all allowed because of Corona, which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, football's still happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely praying that stuff gets back on track, for sure. <laughs> we need yeah. some normal season. We need, have, we need to have something to watch. I mean, come on. So. Yeah. Um, the, the Veterans Resource Center. We're, we're going to do a completely other episode later, hopefully with the director and assistant director, and you guys can come in on as well, but I want to do in-person guest things later. But mm-hmm. if you want to talk about like a brief overview, what does the Don and Ellie Canals Veterans Resource Center provide in general? We, uh, yeah. we, right after this, we'll go into SVA and Valor specifically, but just other things. Is there a cool place for uh, veterans to come and print their stuff off? Is there, do they have coffee in the, it's somewhere? Heck yes. yeah, what kind, of, what kind of stuff do y'all provide? <laughs> Let's talk about that so people know about this. We want to tell student veterans, do y'all need to go in this Veterans Resource Center because you have a place there. I think that's important. Yeah, definitely. I guess I'll go first since I've worked here a little bit longer than Robert. <laughs> um, so yeah, I worked here for two years. And actually, we used to be in a very, very small, like, packed everyone next to each other, like, sardines office um, and coldest. (laughs) And then, like, a year ago, over the summer, we moved into um, the MSC, which next year we'll be moving higher up into the suite. So we'll have even more room then, um, thanks to, like, generous support from different people like Don and Ellie Canales, um, which we just named in their namesake this summer. So we have a lot of people that support veterans here. And so basically what the Veteran Resource and Support Center does is it provides like a place for student veterans to be able to come um, study. We have computers in there. You can print out your homework assignments. We have coffee, snacks, like a giant TV in there for you to sit down and chill if you need to take a study break. But not only that, but we we also provide different resources like Meals for Veterans, where if you're struggling to provide for your family, you're able to get support in that way. Or um, like the Aggie Ring Scholarship, which I actually was blessed to get this past um, April. And I think you're about to get yours, Kevin, right? I am ordering mine in January. Yeah, so. I think everyone. It's it's really exciting. Say congratulations on getting it even 50 (laughs) years after you had it. (laughs) Congratulations on getting your ring. Yeah, for real. (laughs) 
But no, um, opportunities like that for people and veterans that normally they wouldn't be able to afford to do that because I know I was like racking my brain on how I was going to be paying for this out of pocket. Um, and so we have like all these different veterans that come back to AM and put their support in for veterans to be able to have opportunities like that. But Robert, I'll let you explain some more. That's awesome so far. Yeah, Robert, uh, if there's any other things that you have. He's like, whoa. Oh, well, I mean, like, that's, oh, he just listed everything, all, the, all my material. All stuff just, no, yeah. I left some for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's in, the, it's in our name, you know, Veteran Resource and Support Center. You know, we have resources and we support veterans here. And, you know, not just veterans, yeah. but also, like, um, our military family as well. Dependents, too. Yep. And then we do have a student organization on campus as well, Aggie Shields. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to go too much about them because this is about like Valor and SBA, but they do have Great. their London library in awesome. the Veteran Resource and Support Center. And that's kind of where they're based out of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they lend out textbooks to veterans and, you know, uh, dependents as well. And that's, you know, you're saving money on these books at like, what, like, hundred bucks a piece a lot of the times mm-hmm. and then that adds up pretty quickly when you're buying books like every semester yeah well i know what's kind of ridiculous i'm not going to get into it because it's not our forte here but uh we'll talk about it somewhere else in another episode but i think it's ridiculous in my personal opinion that people have to buy activation codes to access your homework you have professors who contract yeah. with specific uh companies like my business course or anything all of them or pearson for the pearson, know, it yeah. is for the spanish courses and things like that it's like a hundred bucks it, to just look like, hey, at it you on your all your students you have to buy this hundred dollar activation code to access their homework for a semester we'll slide you a little bit of money here and i i think it really sucks on the back end yeah but yeah let's not go into that expensive yeah all right ashley <laughs> Actually, I'm going to let Nick take this one because he's the one I think it would be a really good asset for him to be asking these questions. Yeah. So actually, like I discussed on our uh, sound check uh, last night, this is a really informative podcast for me as well. Kevin mm-hmm. is very familiar with everything, obviously, because he's a part of a lot of this, but I'm not. So I'm actually intrigued. I know you kind of gave a general description of SVA um, kind of in the beginning and what y'all do, but I would like to really kind of get into the specifics, like the actual um day-to-day operations of everything y'all do the different events y'all organize kind of the struggles y'all face um support y'all have maybe support y'all need anything you'd like to bring to the light and just kind of enlighten myself our viewers and just give more Mm -hmm. information on that yeah so sva at texas a&m is like a regional chapter but we have student veterans of america which is our national chapter and it's based out of dc and jared lyon is the ceo and president, I believe, of that. Um, and he's actually really cool. He's come to AM. He's very supportive of Texas AM. Um, but yeah, basically we're here to just provide outreach for student veterans, um, have events that we can all come together, different things throughout the semester to show our support for them. And one problem, or I guess not problem, but a different issue that we have outside of other universities is usually SVA. Um, is their like veteran resource and support center. So we kind of had to restructure the way that we do things to where 
SVA is kind of an umbrella organization underneath the Veteran Resource and Support Center, which they offer all these things. And then we're there as well to assist them when we need to and also have further just like different events throughout the semester. Like we partner with Valor a lot, the Women's Veteran Program that we just formed that like last year. So that's only a year in the running. Um, but yeah, we just we're here to be like a, a resource for student veterans outside of the Veteran Resource and Support Center, if that makes sense. Okay. It's just like a network. And then um, on top of that, we share stuff on LinkedIn that maybe people don't realize that the Student Veterans of America offers nationally, like over coronavirus. They had the CARES Act and different programs you could apply for that they're really hardcore, um, like at Congress and I'm probably saying that wrong, but you know, in DC advocating for us to. We're trying. <laughs> yeah. we're trying. I don't know. Trying. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That, that was another question is, you know, what was, you know, a distinct, you know, difference between, you know, SBA and the Veteran Resource Center. Mm -hmm. um, but you just kind of explained it. So, yeah, it's like yeah. an interwoven relationship. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, that's really cool, though. Here, you know, like, I, I didn't know that, you know, that here it's, it's a, uh, additional supplemental rather than the only thing that you have so that's yeah. really cool mm -hmm. definitely so uh well robert uh with uh valor go can you go into more detail on that Ex same thing with what ashton just explained but on your side yeah are y'all sure. pretty much the same thing are y'all yeah. completely different i know we're different. slightly different we're slightly but different. it's like the same umbrella thing. valor is like under the umbrella you know got okay. it okay yeah so with valor we're actually a program um formed in the VRC. Um, we're fairly new. We officially kicked it off last semester. Um, we kind of have like a test run semester last fall and we officially kicked it off spring of um, last year, the Corona semester. So that was pretty interesting. The Corona semester. Corona <laughs> 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 semester. Yep. And so we try to do like programming. So originally, you know, we do program the VRC. We try to do like professional workshops, which is socials, you know, for social well-being, like financial workshops from time to time, just try to hit on different things that student would need, well, student, student veteran would need, like, information and stuff, and after we moved online, it's just kind of weird, because, you know, we try to, like, transition the uh, workshops to online, um, socials to online, and it's just weird, and um, so this fall, we had, so every Begin, well, before every semester starts, we'll have, you know, um, vet camp, which is all the incoming student veterans. It's kind of like an extended orientation event, and we bring yeah. all our resource providers and you know, VRC programs <laughs> and kind of have, like, kind of like a little exhibit, a little, not like a career fair, but, you know, just to show everyone, hey, there's all these resources, you know, on and off campus here for student veterans and families and just kind of get everyone acquainted with the stuff that we do at school. And so this semester, we moved that camp online for the first time through Zoom, kind of like what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's been yeah. pretty interesting. Um, <clears throat> I heard you say in there running financial workshops. When you say that, are y'all meaning like teaching people like basic finances, how to manage money, right, investment, stuff like that? Um, it kind of depends. Um, I think we did a couple like scholarships and financial aid, like workshop. Um, we 
ask our people at the scholarship and financial aid office to come and talk about, you know, some scholarship stuff, uh, FAFSA type stuff. Oh, okay. And just kind of like a more general thing. And it's also to let people know that, you know, we have an, you know, we have an office that deals with financial aid and scholarships. And also our VSO, you know, they deal with the benefits and stuff that a lot of our veterans and families use to pay for their school, so. And we also have a money management office, too. I don't know if y'all realize this, but the guy that is over that office, he actually used to be over the veterans office at A&M. His name's Nick Kilmer. I took his class, like, last spring, and it was so helpful on managing money. And I actually recently bought a car and that really helped because I was part of the course was learning how to negotiate and buy your car. <laughs> Interest rate. Yeah. So that that's really, that's super cool. Um, I, I actually have a passion for finance, money management and stuff. And that's actually, me too. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do. Uh, mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm a loan officer, but um, cool. you know, I do. Yeah. That's, that's what I do every day. So I have a passion for teaching people about, you know, credit health and, and financial management. It's super important. And it's super important. It's surprising, you know, first of all, that does need to be taught in high school because it's, it's not for real. <laughs> but, <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. And it's surprising to me. Well, it's surprising and not surprising. Um, but there's a lot of people, you know, I mean, you could be 60 years old and, and still not be well aware of certain things. Yeah, so that's really, real. yeah, that's really great that they have that here. And I love seeing stories like that where you're like, hey, I just bought a car and, you know, that course actually taught me how to negotiate. I was, I knew what was going on in the finance manager's office when I was signing the paperwork. That's super cool and super beneficial to a lot of people. That's what, yeah. Nice. Um, I think you're cutting out, Ashlyn. Robert, are you there? Uh, I'm here. Okay. Um, she'll come back in in just a minute. Um, if there, uh, I do have a couple questions. Um, for starters, we were talking about how SVA, yeah, we were talking about how SVA is like the umbrella and that Valor is, just, is under the umbrella. Ashlyn, are you here now? Yes, I'm sorry. My computer crashed and kicked me off. I was like, no. You're completely fine. You're completely fine. Um, I'm going in and talking about uh, a Valor question right now. I'm going to ask Robert a few things. So, Robert, uh, like I said prior, uh, so SBA is the umbrella. Valor falls under the umbrella. What kind of projects are is everyone working on? What are we yeah what are we looking at as far as i know this semester is kind of rough when it comes to setting up events because there's certain protocols everyone has to follow you can't even go to a restaurant anymore in a meeting and be like oh shoot do we have six people and you have to sit there and count what you have to call ahead of time and be like do y'all allow six y'all allow eight you know things mm -hmm. like that yeah. so what are y'all working on to help student veterans that even if it's not this semester if it like eludes into next semester into the spring what kind of things are y'all looking at um, a so lot of far, us are in the dark right now yeah so far right now me and my fellow peer advisors we're kind of experimenting with different ways to hold workshops and meetings um nice. this past week we had a time management workshop with um with the academic success center so our original plan was to have it like in person um so like in the VRSC, like we have a 
what they call like an auditorium, the meeting room type deal. So it holds like a bunch of people, but we can only have up to like 10 in there now for everyone to be spaced out. And so we were planning on doing, you know, 10 people want to come in in person, you know, we can have up to 10 people in there and then everyone else can be on Zoom and we just have it going um, simultaneously. But for this past week, no one like showed up in person. So we just had it over Zoom, but we did test out the possibility that, you know, if we do have in person, we can connect Zoom to like the projector screen and then the speakers in that room. So we're able to kind of have a weird merge. It's kind of like how our classes are, you know, being taught right now, which is like the professor sometimes they have an in-person class and then they'll like play it on Zoom. Well, not play it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I so that's kind of what we're going for as far as like events and stuff goes. Um, and next week, we're going to have a coffee social that's going to be in person. Those are always fun. Like super spaced out. And we're going to see how in-person events can actually, you know, take place. And, you are going to test the waters of where you're getting you know. at. Like how, how, what's the extent of getting in person? Can we get without... Not without getting in trouble. That's the wrong connotation. Well, I mean, like, it's still within guidelines. So it's still within guidelines, right? being respectful, but we're trying to do us. We're trying to push something here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love that. I love you guys that are doing all that. Yeah, that, that's a key aspect that hasn't really, um, I feel I've been paid much attention to is they're so, uh, so focused on these guidelines and, uh, you know, what we need to do COVID-wise. Uh, but there's a lot of there's a mental toll too on a lot of on a lot of things uh, for you know especially certain veterans that are used to the you know the sense of community and everything so it's really important um, and I'm glad y'all are working on getting some something that together because for some people you know that's that's literally um, something that can bring their life from down here all the way up here and get them back on track with that sense of community so that's really great yeah one thing yeah. I wanted to um, specifically ask y'all, I know we have a, a couple of NNK potsters uh, that I know of that are outside of Texas right now, don't know anything about A&M, anything about what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. And um, they'll say gig them. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, oh, gig, gig them. <laughs> uh, but what what's the Aggie Veteran Network all about? I'm just curious, like, if you can explain that for myself, yeah. for our viewers. What this exactly one's is very that? interesting. Yeah. Uh, this one's a very cool concept. I'll yeah, Ash Ashlyn or Robert Collaborative. Uh, well, I know this thing launched since well, early. <laughs> yeah, the Aggie Veteran Network. Honestly, I never realized coming to AM how big the Aggie Network is. And then inside that, the Aggie Veteran Network. And it's just crazy, like, how many people you meet. Like, just a few weeks ago, I was on base, and there were some pilots that I never met before, and I was taking photos, and they were like, oh, my God, <laughs> I had an Aggie ring. And I'm like, yeah, and then they it went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, girl. Um, then just like their Aggie story and different stuff like that. So it's really amazing to be able to just like see that Aggie ring or see someone that's wearing something A and M related when you're like on vacation or deployed somewhere, just somewhere around the world where you never would expect to meet an Aggie just randomly like that, and you could be complete strangers, but because you have that shared Aggie experience you're now like your best friend, you know? I, 
I smile every time. I'm smiling on the camera right now because every time I hear a story like that, I'm just like, I freaking know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I got know. another one for you then. Oh, here we go. Well, Come on, Robert. This is before, sure. you know, I know what this was all about. I mean, even now I'm still kind of figuring it out. So this is mm -hmm. back in while I was still in the Marine Corps. You know, we had have a new lieutenant coming in. He's fire enlisted and he went to A&M. And, you know, he was walking around the warehouse wearing his like Aggie ring and at the time I didn't know like what it was all about so I'm like why is this dude like wearing his college classroom like in the Marine Corps that's kind of strange to maybe me at the time <laughs> yeah because <laughs> I'm just like why but you know now coming here hearing the stories about the Aggie ring and how you know people connect the Aggie network the community and that's it makes perfect sense now. You know, you want kind of want to like show that off a little bit. You know, show other Aggies that you care because you know Aggies help other Aggies and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe y'all, uh, y'all, y'all may know exactly where this is. Uh, same thing with you, Kevin. But I remember, I think maybe around this time last year, maybe it was closer to the end of uh, 2019. There was, I believe, a Aggie um, who was fighting in World War II that lost his ring or something over there. I want to say. Yeah, oh, I heard about We had stories yeah. like that all the time. Uh -huh. Yeah, I keep going. But keep yeah, um, apparently um, someone over there, um, someone's grandpa or someone, to my knowledge, had that, if I remember right. And someone in his family was, was coming over here to A&M, and they ended up getting connected and gave the yeah, ring back to the family. Was... Unfortunately, the guy had already passed, but his family yeah. accepted it on Kyle Field as I remember right that was pretty super cool there's so many stories like that like I've heard so many just throughout the years that I've been at AM about right. people Aggie ring like across the world and then another Aggie somehow finds it and it gets back to them and it's just like it's really cool because I feel like no other university could you expect someone to actually give it back to you because we have like the core values at AM mm -hmm. and I can't remember all of them off the top of my head at the moment. I'm about. Well, it's just yeah. amazing that if they lost something like that, that there was yeah. somebody who maybe wasn't even an Aggie who had a value of that to to even know what that was to give it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's people who go off and sell it or something like that and make money. But there's <laughs> a, there's um. I heard that many stories about that though. Is what's crazy. Exactly. A lot of places people might just like keep it, but it always kind of ends mm -hmm. up back in the Aggies hands, you know? Right. Uh, that, that's really awesome. Um, I was, uh, I love talking about the, the Aggie network in general. Um, but what does, uh, so I know in the Veterans Resource Center, they launched something to my knowledge, I think it's called AVN. Mm -hmm. uh, if y'all want to, if y'all want to shed some light for somebody like Nick, anybody who's not in the Aggie veteran network, if we can get uh, people who are not veterans to know what it is, then we can get student veterans on there, participation, things that are going to help them out later down the road. Oh, Let's yeah. talk about AVN for a second. You go for it, Robert. So, Let's go, man. I mean, it's, so it's a platform that we've been doing. Um, so I think this, this year we launched it on LinkedIn as a platform to kind of like host a group because we used to have, I'm not sure what it's called, but like you have to log in with your um school email and all that mm -hmm. so that yeah. was kind of hard for um 
uh, graduated Aggies to kind of get connected back into the platform, the online platform. So now that we're doing it through LinkedIn, you know, whether you're a current student, former student, or if you're like one of our resource partners or something, you can now go on to LinkedIn and get connected to the group and connect with the um, student veteran population. Mm-hmm. And nice. that's just like an easier way to connect everybody. So if you graduate like right now um, and you don't have access to your school email anymore, you can still you know, be connected to your um, the VRC people or just like even future students, you know, if you want to give back sometimes in the future or get connected, you know, it's yeah. there to connect everybody. And the cool thing about it being on LinkedIn also, sorry, I'm going to interject real quick. Oh, you're fine. Um, about it on there is that once you're already in the group, there's so many like Aggies that are on there that if you're in search of a job or something, they post those opportunities on ABN and then you can automatically like go to your profile and they can look at all the things that you've done. And if you are interested in a certain career field, they can see if you qualify for those things. And they're really like the Aggies helping Aggies thing. They're really like trying to help get you a job and just uplift you in any way they can. Like we had a former SBA president, um, Kai, and she works for a company um, based, well, I guess it's in Texas, but it's like a national company called Accenture. And so she's always trying to get Aggie veterans in because she knows that we're very hardworking and um, she was in our position, you know, in the past. So they're always trying to help you out with whether it's getting a job or an interview set up, different stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I have a a question and I guess I'll ask Robert on this one uh, with you not previously coming to A&M or anything before your military service, especially being in, in the, in the Marine Corps um, in, involved in, you know, that culture specifically switching over uh, transitioning from being, you know, an active Marine into being a college student here at A&M. What was that process like for you? Any struggles, any, kind of wrapping your head around a different mindset, way of living? How was that? Oh, oh wow. I want to say it's definitely a different mindset. Um, and I had to switch that in the beginning. Now, granted, after I left um, active duty, like I took a couple years off, just kind of um, just hang out with family. And I, honestly, I was looking for a job and you know, just trying to figure out what to do. Because, you know, in active duty, like, you know what you're doing day in and day out. You wake up, you do this thing, and you go to sleep, wake up, do this thing again. And then so after that, you know, moving back home, I'm just like, well, now I have to pick my own direction to go. And um, see, in the beginning, I think the summer after I got out, I got, I went to, um, uh, the Warrior Scholar Project. I'm not sure if y'all have heard of it. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so I got involved. Um, um, I went to one of their partner schools and <clears throat> did a couple weeks. Just kind of, It's kind of like an academic boot camp. You, I went to like a humanities week where you read books and stuff and kind of learn tips on how to read books, uh, writing. And then the second week was STEM where they kind of teach you like sciencey things, how to do with math classes and stuff like that. And that kind of switched my mindset a little bit into from like 
you know, I always thought college was going to be like super hard. And so I don't even like think about it, but you know, after going through that, there was like a little switch that got flipped in my brain. I'm like, oh, this is doable, you know, mm-hmm. and you're not in this alone because obviously there's other people at school and, you know, here at A&M, there's all these resources to help you out. And that's kind of like the mindset that I came into school with, which is school is doable. Um, there's people to like help you out. You know, there's other students, if anything, you can form study groups and stuff like that. And that's really been the big part of how I'm dealing with school and how I made the transition. I mean, okay. it was over like two years because, you know, once okay. you apply to school, you have to wait for them to get back and everything. And yeah. I think another thing that uh, that we deal and Ashley can attest to this too, Robert, you're going to be you're going to have a huge head nod on this. I'm not going to get too far into it because it can go into a conversation that's not uh, in the professional aspect. So I'm going to keep it short. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we see as transitioning veterans going into a college university is that you're so accustomed to staying in your own lane, minding your own business, as long as you're not as long as you're not hurting anybody else, you're, you know, you're kind of just, you're fine. Everything's golden. Everything's good. And then you step on a college campus and there's a lot of people who say, you're this, you're that X, Y, Z. And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying in my lane, I'm just like, people interrupt you when you're talking a lot, which you're not used to. <laughs> they, they, yeah. uh, they all of a sudden, I don't want to say, <laughs> I, I don't want to say a triggered moment, but in the, <laughs> but in class, <laughs> but in classes, seriously, like uh, <laughs> a professor could be talking and then they randomly, you know, raise their hand and they they feel as if their opinion is a right to be heard type thing. And I think the biggest thing for me on that topic is we're so used to just knowing a hierarchy system when it comes mm-hmm. to professor has authority you are a student it's like there's a platoon sergeant it's like there is you and you listen everything seems to go well and you get on here and everyone's just running into your lanes like just like bumper cars it isn't even like <laughs> it, it's a real thing do y'all have anything to say on that that y'all had to deal with transit not necessarily that topic but any transitioning from military to university life that's just difficult for veterans um i mean i was fortunate in the beginning that i was kind of warned about these things like before oh maybe like the first few weeks of classes and then um it was another see it was i forgot who it was but it's like yeah it's not okay to yell at people in class you know and then so you know i (laughs) yeah so i'm like okay I didn't, I didn't really know what they meant by that. And then, you know, when I first, first few weeks of classes, I'm like, okay, I see what they mean. You know, like people will like start talking, especially if it's like a big class, people have side conversations and uh, stuff and it makes it really hard to hear the professor sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Here, like, that happens. Someone's talking like, yeah, stop talking. but the, you're looked at, you're looked at as the bad guy for addressing a situation Mm. like that and you're like are you and then all of a sudden you're you're that guy yeah yeah I think another big thing that's a little (laughs) struggle is that we're all older like I just turned 25 this week and I'm in class Mm. with eight year olds and just the conversations that come up sometimes you can't relate to it and you're just like 
for about <laughs> talking about this in class. Yeah, preach it. Like just trying to integrate yourself back into that mindset and kind of help them out as well with your like expertise and wisdom from life not that we're like super wise so much older is like are you serious you're only like so i'm not old. even no, old. seriously you're we're not old no, no, like i but live right. with 19 year olds because my sister and her friend i live with them um and it's just like a very different mindset so they oh, help yeah. stay grounded <laughs> uh well that, that that moves me on i'm just curious you know i'm uh, so i've learned a lot about all the organizations and resources there are here are there any like off-campus uh, resources for maybe yeah. veterans that don't come here that uh, can utilize services from A&M or from y'all? Yeah, so actually one of them, they deal with a lot of veterans that have PTSD, um, just like equine therapy. I don't know if I said that like equine, equine, horse therapy, you know. Um, it's called Courtney Cares, and it's yeah. for any families. And I used to go for a little bit, but recently I haven't had time, but they're running up again. And it's just a great opportunity for you to be able to like spend time with some horses and other veterans. And it's very therapeutic, you know, you're like doing the horse's hoof and like brushing them. And I don't know, they're like such huge animals, but it's very um, therapeutic. It's so majestic in nature. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that's super unique. I didn't know about, I actually didn't, I didn't know about that. So that's super cool. Mm -hmm. I think they, do they do Parsons? Do they like yeah. partner with Parsons? Mounted Calvary, it's out there. They use the chorus horses as well. And I think the the Marine officers that run helps run the core, um, he actually is out there as well all the time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I hope to one day own a own a few horses on a on a ranch. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Build yeah, a nice studio would. on a piece of land and yeah. not have to work for anybody. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. another Besides that is like the American Legion is very um, active in Bryan and yeah. they're very helpful. They always are Jerry Hines. She's like a super sweet older lady that has, she had her career in the army back in the day and mm -hmm. she's awesome. She has so many connections and she's always willing to help out SBA and student veterans on campus. She's she, every week. She like emails me. I was like, how can I help? So they're very helpful as <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah, American Legion's a, a pretty uh, unique and cool organization as well. My my dad's a part of that, and uh, um, I was part of the Sons of American Legion for a little bit. Uh, so, uh, you know, they do stuff like cook steaks for veterans on Sundays and stuff like that at the different chapters yeah. and posts they have. So that's really great. Sometimes um, um, different there as well. Yeah. Uh, well, I know. I, I know. I asked. Go ahead. I said like the Super Bowl. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I already asked Robert uh, what his plans were for after uh, graduation. Uh, but what about you, Ashton? What do you plan on doing once you finish everything up and uh, move on from A and M? Yeah, you know that is a magic question. <laughs> um, oh. so I have so many options in my head, but um, I'm wanting to go in international affairs and public relations field. I'm not sure like with which company. Um, I'm from North Texas, so Lockheed Martin is there, and that would be a big company that I'd love to work for. Um, but outside of that, I'm also interested in possibly going to um, officer candidacy school for the Air Force and staying in the Air National Guard here in Texas. Well, that, yeah, those are definitely some good options with you with that um, the field you're wanting to go in. Have you ever been interested in like uh, getting involved into like public office politics stuff like that? 
Um, maybe. I don't know. I've thought about that. I actually interned this summer in D.C. Um, oh, well, it was supposed to be in D.C. And I met a lot of people that are into politics and international affairs. And it's definitely something that piqued my interest. So maybe like more of a local office than like nationally in D.C., but definitely maybe in Texas someday. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. really awesome. Robert, do you want to elaborate on what you're doing after graduation? Just one more time. Oh, well, I have a general plan, which is work, retire early, and then maybe open up like a coffee shop or bakery somewhere. Nice. Yeah. You want to do a, you want, yeah, man. Oh, so that's like, business. that's further down the line. But as far as immediately after graduation, I'm thinking about like right now, I kind of work in like advisory consulting where it's like project-based mostly. Mm -hmm. and just talking to a bunch of different people and learning things because um i always need to be learning something because it's kind of what keeps me motivated and keeps things interesting for me so <laughs> all right guys well we don't we definitely don't want to cut y'all short by any means um is there anything from sba to valor a message you want to bring to the student veteran community because this is going to go as far as we push it this video is yeah. going to go it has the potential to go as far as the shares and likes will go. That's kind of like how it goes. Yeah, definitely. Um, right now during like COVID and this virtual setting, just if you're struggling, reach out and we'll help you navigate the different resources that we have and things that we can help you with. Um, I know it's hard, especially Zooms after Zooms every day. So just having like yeah. a time to recharge or I know that we have like team red, white, and blue, different things like that, where you can work out with other veterans and keep your mental health, you know, healthy. Mm -hmm. So we're here for y'all, all, all the veterans, their families, dependents. Literally anything. And if we don't have the resource, if they don't have the resources, that is, they reach the people who do. That's yeah. the biggest part. I think yeah. it's very we're important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing with a huge network out here, especially the Aggie network in general, you know, that's, there's always somebody, you know, if there's something that you need, somebody is probably doing it. And then if there isn't, we'll probably make it. Yeah. Yeah, happen. And I know that Colonel Smith, he runs the VRSE, him and um, Don Freeman, they're always willing to help you out. They go the extra mile for sure. Oh, yeah. And to any of uh, our viewers watching, um, you know, uh, veteran-wise, you know, if, if you're going through a rough time too, you know, feel free if you go to our Facebook page, uh, I think there's a, a click and send an email button, feel free to reach out to us too, um, you know, we can, you we'll know. We'll definitely link you straight to the resources sure. that we know, you know, yeah, to the Veterans Resource Center, the other different nonprofit organizations we know about, absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's so many in the Brazos Valley, so someone uh, can help. Yeah. There, there really is. So I have a secret fun question for oh, y'all <laughs> that every, this is a burning question. Every, every single Aggie has in their heart and has a super biased opinion on. Um, people get in fights at Thanksgiving for this question. So let's go with it. Ashlyn and Robert. Antiqued or natural? Go. Oh, antiqued, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I'll have to go with antique, too. <laughs> you have to go with antique. 
go. I mean, it just looks cooler, you know? I'm a natural guy. <laughs> oh. <I'm just> <laughs> they antique over time, man. Out. I think most of my antiquing is, like, gone now. I don't know if you can see that, but... So it's natural. <laughs> lotion over the summer. Now it's natural, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the NK Pod. Is there any uh, is there any closing comments you have for them? Hey, once again, I really appreciate it. This has been super informative. Uh, it's been a great time getting to know you uh, both better, and I really can't thank you enough for coming on our podcast. Uh, I'm ex super excited to see the uh, reach this goes and the people we can reach for this, and uh, hopefully we can get some more people that have been kind of on the edge to joining yeah. organizations or other organizations around the states with other universities to to make that uh, plunge and go for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I thank you all again, guys. It's It's been a pleasure and just, wow, um, this is, this was really great. <laughs> well, thank you all. Awesome. Thank you all yep. for coming in at 8 a.m. and in the busy schedules. <laughs> I know, Ashley's like, like, I really got to get up at 6 o'clock and start doing my hair. <laughs> no. Dude, I got up 15 minutes Where's this morning. Where's the curling iron? <laughs> 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 yeah, I All spent right. a little time on my hair this morning. It wasn't looking like this. It was <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You have a great day. Yeah, you thank too. Y'all too. Have a good thank one, Thank y'all so much.